everybody, it's Ashley here. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you guys know that this week's episode, um, Renee and I actually recorded when we were together in Hawaii, which was super fun, um, but our audio is just a little bit quieter than normal. So it's definitely not like when we recorded together in Palm Springs. Ugh. Uh, we learned from that mistake. So the audio is good. It's just a little quieter than it normally is. Um, so you are going to want to crank your volume up a little louder than you normally listen to this podcast. Okay. Oh, and I apologize. There's some time where you can hear me coughing in the background. I thought that if I turned my head away from the microphone, it wouldn't pick it up because I was a little under the weather, but uh, turns out it did. So please pardon my coughing. Okay. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is season three, episode 11, the one where Chandler can't remember which sister live from, from Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> We've been seeing Wipeout all week. Literally nonstop since nonstop. we saw surfing, big yeah. wave surfing. So, yes. So, should we tell the story? Yeah, how, you tell okay. it. Okay. It tells it. It's hot. Okay. So, this is Ashley. Um, when Renee and I were 12, my mom was like, okay, I really want to go to Hawaii. And um, to my older sister, she was like, you can bring your husband. And Ashley, you can bring a boyfriend. Or, you know, if you don't have a boyfriend at the time, you can bring Renee. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when we were 12 and it was supposed to be a high school graduation trip. So like for when we were 18 and she was like, I'm going to save up the money. And she said this in front of Renee. So I was like, well, there dashes any dreams of bringing a boyfriend. Got to bring Renee. But you said you remember it. That No, I think that that makes sense. But I think after a while, um, your mom was like, you can bring a boyfriend, but Renee's coming too. Okay. Yes. So that's good. <laughs> Which is what what's happening. Yeah. Well, so that was supposed to happen uh, when we were 18. Um, you know, life happened and we didn't end up going. But then when I was about 26 or 20, uh, yeah, 25, 26, 27 ish, um, we did end up going to Hawaii, but my sister was in the process of getting divorced. So there was no partner, significant others or best friends brought on the trip. Um, because we had just rented like a little two Betty. And so we did end up coming as a family unit to Hawaii. But now, 33, a full <laughs> 20 years later from when we were promised, we, we here. are all here together. And the best part is I've got my significant other we get and to Renee bring our boyfriends. and Renee's significant other mm-hmm. and Jen and her significant other and kids. So it's the big family, happy family Happy Ashley's family and two freeloaders named Matt and Renee. <laughs> we all love it. <laughs> two pickleball champs. Yes, we're playing pickleball. Have you guys ever played pickleball? We just discovered it, and I'm not sure that we actually understand the rules, but we're still having a lot of fun. And we're told that there's a pickleball court here at the house, but then when we looked, when my when Ben, my boyfriend, looked up regulation pickleball rules, the court's not really regulation, but we're having a great time anyway. We're having a great time. So we've got this beautiful house. We've got a pool and pickleball and views winter of Diamond Head. Oh, that's right. So it's winter for North America. Mm-hmm. Summer for me, but hey, it's still lovely to be here with all the palm trees and fish. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, so yeah, we are celebrating 20 years of friendship, 20 years of 
promises come to fruition. More than 20 years of friendship, isn't it? I guess mm, about 20. Ish. I mean, plus Enough. first grade last night. They're saying you got to count first grade, but then there was a large gap. So there was a large gap. 20 years of continuous friendship. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's really fun to be here together. Last time we were together, uh, you guys might remember we were in Palm Springs. Yeah, that's right. We love to go to summer. tropical places yeah, together. we do. It's a really good idea, by, it is by the way. It's a great idea. Um, so yeah, it's been about six months since we saw each other, so it's nice to be reunited. Were we only in Palm Springs six months ago? Mm, maybe like seven. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. So highly recommend. If you haven't been to Hawaii and you yeah. have the opportunity, um, everyone's been saying that they actually liked it a lot more than they thought they would. Mm-hmm. So, in case you think it's, like, real commercial and real, like, Bob Saget <laughs> when the Tanner family went to Hawaii. <laughs> it's kind of like that, but with less of Uncle Jesse playing the drums for the Beach Boys. And um, Hawaiian Mirage Lady. I think Hawaiian that was Joey. Mirage Lady. Hey, do you remember Joey kept singing, like, a hula girl in the distance, and every time he ran for her, she disappeared? Joey? Yeah, it was Uncle Joey, I'm pretty oh, sure. I don't remember. <clears throat> anyway. Zach Morris, maybe, but that could have also been a situation that happened to Zach Morris when Saved by, by the, the Bell, Bell came Hawaii. to Hawaii. Clearly, like TBS or Warner Brothers, whatever it was, <laughs> just put everyone on a plane to Hawaii. I just feel like it was like the most exotic thing in the '90s. But didn't they go in the same season? Who? Saved by the Bell and Full House. I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> so anyway, we're in Hawaii, and we like it, and we're together, which is the best. Yeah, it is. And um, we've watched episode 11, the one where Chandler can't remember which sister, mm-hmm. and we're going to take you through it right now. Let's right dive now. in. Let's go. Um, this one is a fun one because it opens with Joey um, doing his card trick where he's like, okay, pick a card, <laughs> any card. <laughs> and he clearly like looks at it before mm-hmm. putting it back in, and they're like, wow, how do you do it? And then he's like, okay, I'll show you. And does it in slow motion. And he like looks and is like, oh, I know. I love how he like nods and like winks with the like knowing look and like kind of a duck face. It's so funny. Joey. It's so funny. Do you, I love magic tricks though. Do you? Oh yeah. Do you know any? Um, I can make your chocolate bar disappear. Thank you. That's fantastic. Um, No, do you know any? Uh, no, I prefer to be amazed, so I don't want to learn any. I don't know that I love magic. I do. I find that, I guess I find it interesting. Yeah, I love like a cart, like a trick of the eye kind of thing. Would you like date a mag- magician? Would I date one? Like what if Matt became a magician? No. Illusionist. Like I said, I like to keep it, you know. Illusionist, Michael. I like to be amazed by it, so I wouldn't want to know too much. Yeah, okay, I hear you. Um, yeah. Um, that's fair. And so while they're doing that. Um, you'll, you'll remember that Heckles is no longer with us. And so RIP. Yeah. RIP Mr. Heckles. And so, um, upstairs, apparently they pulled out the carpet and now you can hear everything that the people upstairs are doing. So annoying. And I think we've talked about this before. Like I can vouch for that. Yeah. If the floor above you doesn't have carpet. Cause I dated a guy, the floor above them was hardwood floors in the apartment and they had a dog and kids oh and my like gosh, yes. every night every morning you could hear they would roll a ball down the hallway for the dog and then like the kid would toddle after it and it was just like well I guess we're awake <laughs> yeah um, the uh, condo I lived in in Florida there was I don't know what they were doing because they did not have dogs or kids but it sounded like they dropped a bowling ball and then it was rolling down the floor 
And I still, to this day, don't know what that sound was, but it happened almost every day. It wasn't a basketball rolling down the floor? I don't, maybe, but I just don't know why. Right. they didn't have dogs or kids. I don't know why they would be, like, rolling a ball down the hallway. So weird. Yeah, I can't think. Gerbil? Uh, Maybe. Like a hamster Mm -hmm. wheel? Hamster wheel? Perhaps. Mm, We'll say gerbil. Okay. That sounds interesting. I'll allow it. (laughs) Um, Right. And so... Which Monica's like, yeah, it's so noisy. Oh, speaking of noisy guys upstairs, we're in the bottom floor of this house that we've all rented yes. and everybody's here. So you might be hearing some noises from upstairs. There so are just, eight other people in this house <clears> and we're <throat> the only ones that have, have to, to make cause trouble. trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so many good um, quotes happening. So yeah. Um, so pardon if you hear, <clears throat> excuse me, some noise from upstairs. So anyway, um, they're like, why don't you just go up there and tell him to quiet down? And Monica's like, gosh, I do. But I have, but every time I go up there, he's so charming that I end up apologizing to him. And Phoebe's like, that is ridiculous. So she goes upstairs to scold the guy and then ends up getting charmed. And then he's like, that's pretty much what it sounds like. Yeah, so. we're doing a great job. Yeah. Well, he totally ruined the punchline. It's... Chandler. Chandler. Can't let one go. Chandler. So, um, yeah. That is what happens in the (laughs) beginning, I guess. Um, And while that's happening, Chandler comes in and he's really upset because he was out and saw Janice with her ex-husband ice skating in Central Park. So he's really bummed. So if you remember, well, she was having her, like, panic attack with the paper bag and right. wasn't really deciding. And Chandler decides to bow out because Joey, for once, gives a really good relationship advice and is like, I wouldn't want to be the guy who stopped them from being a family, which I really do think is yep. really good advice. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. he's lonely, though, because he's sad about Janice for once. He's broken up with her a thousand times, and this is the first time he's sad about it. It was the first time he actually felt like it was the real thing, Mm -hmm. capital R, capital T. Mm -hmm. With Um, all that HH going on. Yeah. But it was not the capital R, capital T. So, um, yep, so he's bummed about that. And then Rachel is at that horrible job. Fortunata Fashions. Fortunata Fashions. (laughs) What's a brilliant girl like you doing? Getting coffee? (laughs) And so he's like, yeah, she has to, like, sort. I got Hangers. something that's much more related to fashion. Uh, poor thing. Sorting. And all I told Ashley, all I could think is when they open that closet and it's full of hangers, all I could think is somebody actually had to stuff all those hangers in there. And then I also thought, is it the same closet from when Nana dies and they find all the sweet and low packets? Maybe. Maybe they equal. just have a like movable closet and they can just put fake walls in front of it. Well, yeah. I was thinking that's this. It looks like the same set from when she works as a personal shopper at Could Bloomingdale's mm-hmm. and ends up with Joshua. I mean, probably. Yeah, it's they just probably redress the same. these things. Yeah. <clears throat> it's actually probably the same set of a lot of things, isn't it? But anyway, um, so she's upset about her terrible job and she's at the diner complaining to Monica. Monica's like, are you kidding me? Because mm-hmm. Monica's in a job remotely related to her field dressing as a 1950s like sock hop diner with the giant fake boobs with the giant fake boobs and so Rachel's complaining somebody overhears her and he's like oh I'm sorry I work at Bloomingdale's do you want me to try to get you an interview 
do you want my pickle? Yeah, well, she's part. kind of rude to him at first, which I get because he's, like, laughing at her. Yeah, like, over, like, dropping and laughing. laughing. Yeah. And she's like, oh, is my misery funny to you? And he's like, no, just, you know. Oh, we've all been there, we, yeah, you know. Yeah, we've all been there, whatever. I, what, I can't remember what he said he had to do, but, yeah. Oh, that, sort mannequin heads at mannequins plus. Oh, plus, that's right. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and so, so that's, so she's excited about that, that she gets this, um... She gets this opportunity, and meanwhile, it is Joey's birthday, and so they're having a birthday party for him, and um, they, you know, the next scene after the diner, they're in the apartment with basically all of them, and then all these random people. Which, every time they have a birthday party, I'm like, who are these yeah. people? Like, I get Gunther. I get Jasmine. Mm-hmm. I don't get anyone it. else. I don't get Betty. I don't get anyone Betty, else. Betty, you found Betty. Um. But we both thought, before we watched the episode, we both thought it was Chandler's birthday. Yeah. We forgot, but it's just that he gets wasted and yeah, makes Because of the Janice choices. thing, which makes sense. Yeah. And so, we, yeah, we thought, so Joey's not really in this mu- very much, but it makes sense that that's why his sisters are all there, because it's his birthday. Mm-hmm. Makes way more sense, because why would <laughs> Joey's sisters all be at Chandler's, Chandler's birthday? birthday? Right. Yeah. And so Chandler, so they're like, where are all the Jello shots? And I, I kind of feel like, yeah, I know that's Monica's thing and her shtick is to, like, be the uptight, not fun one. But I don't like when she's, like, being angry with everybody and, like, I don't know. She's just it's being a kind of look. a stick in the mud. And yeah. it's, like, it's the guy's apartment. It's a bunch of people you don't know. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But um, they're, like, where are the jello shots? And then Chandler... It turns out has been drinking all of them mm. because he's upset. And slash eating all of them. Slash eating all of them. And um, yeah, he's getting wasted. And then Rachel comes in and is like, oh, you're going to be so happy for me. I got this opportunity. Um, you know, I met this guy, this Mark something. And thus begins the downfall of Ross oh, and Rachel's relationship. So let's stop here for a second. Yeah. Okay, so... So Rachel meets this guy, right, who randomly overhears and offers to get her an interview at Bloomingdale's. And he says, you know, give me a call and I'll prep you for the interview. And she's really excited. And she's like, yeah, he just wants to help me because, you know, he's a fellow industry member and knows what it's like or whatever. And Ross is, you know, like, there's no way. he Sounds like Mark something wants wants to have some sex. sex. Yeah, so he's like thinking that like you know he's just hitting on you men don't do anything nice for free so yeah so i renee do not think ross is wrong i think that most random guys aren't just not saying they can't be but like it's sorry that's okay it's not unreasonable renee to just think. scared me <laughs> we don't but, usually sit next to each other and I just we're literally was, like leaning up back using, to back yeah. like a buddy pick like because buddy pick. there's no good use the mic but um, I thought there was like a spider, but it was just Renee's hand. No, just my hand. Okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, but yeah, so like, yeah, I totally get like, yeah, random person just, oh, so happens to be able to get you a job. Like, yeah, not everyone's intentions are good. And I agree with that. However, he gives Rachel zero credit. It's like she has no control over like, oh, let's say Mark does hit on her. So what? Like, yeah, it doesn't mean she's going to do anything about it. <clears throat> Um, yeah, it just, it's from right from the very start. He's just like so annoying about it. Yeah. I was going to say it's almost a little misogynist, right? Cause it's like it Rachel is. can't, it's like the men get to decide right. what happens right. and because he wasn't there, she can't like, 
and and I almost don't discredit him for that because that is how a lot of men think. Like, totally. Like, think about the fact that when you are walking down the street or getting coffee or something without Matt around, like, mm-hmm. you will get hit on, you will yep, get catcalled, totally. you will get whatever. And, of course, guys don't do that when there's other guys around. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like it's because you already belong to them or something. I don't know. It's a bit... Like, it is. It is really terrible. But Rachel is... In charge of her own Oh, she's destiny. totally capable. But I just feel like that's kind of, yeah, how Ross is acting is right. like, well, if this guy wants to... And I get it, it's like you don't want a guy hitting on your girlfriend and she is beautiful. And I was thinking about this. I sort of get where Ross is coming from because he is so in love with Rachel. He lost his mm-hmm. first wife. Like, I can understand why he'd be so insecure. Um, but you're totally... Like, what he probably needed to do was like, hey... It sounds like he's hitting on you. Can you please just promise just me, careful. like, please just promise me you won't, you know, like, be alone with him in the evenings or something. It makes me uncomfortable mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, I think it's a good time to, like, bring up your fears and insecurities and, like, maybe put some boundaries into place. Because if given the opportunity of come, if Rachel, if he would have come to her, like, <clears throat> I just don't know, I don't know why, but this is, like, making me feel really insecure and I just yeah. I don't know this guy and like it makes me nervous yeah she probably been like oh honey I totally understand but you don't have anything to worry about like yeah he's just getting me a job I'm not interested like yeah. I love you but he comes at it from such a like snarky place and like that's just it like yeah. so misogynist like she has zero say in the matter of whether you know, Monica says it. She's like, just because he wants to sleep with her doesn't mean he gets to. That's no, right. absolutely not. Well, and to be fair, so that's what so that happens, right? Like, Monica's like, grow up, get over it, and then Ross does. He goes to her like hat in hand, yep. and he, he goes does. to apologize. Um, and he's like, oh look, I got really jealous, and I'm so sorry. And she was like, oh, that's okay. But then when, this is after her interview, by the way. And then Mark comes downstairs and is like, you got the job. And she like hugs Mark first. And then like Ross stops listening. Gets re-jealous. Yeah, he gets re-jealous and stops listening to that advice to get over it. Which, yeah, is not really good. Yeah. So do you feel like this is where their relationship really starts to unravel? Or do you feel like it already was unraveling before? No. I think everybody has their problems, but I think this is the, like, they've pulled on the string that will unravel them. Because, as we all know, looking to the future, spoiler alert, they have this same argument over and over and over again. And he literally cannot let it go and cannot get over the fact that she works with Mark. And really, up until they break up, nothing Mark does even remotely resembles like a threat in my opinion do you think so well do you think that's one of those things where people do stuff in a sneaky way to be like I wasn't doing anything I don't actually think he does anything um he is nice to her and like um comes to help her like be good at her job and stuff like that but I don't actually think that he does anything worth being overly jealous about other than being friendly with her you know what I mean yes um but Ross anytime the name Mark comes up it's like you cannot talk about your work without mentioning your coworkers once in a while yeah but you know when it's like you get a new car and suddenly that's like the only car you see on the road whereas you never noticed them before yes I feel like that's how it is when you're sensitive about something so like 
she might talk about Joanna just as much she talks about Mark. But he only ever hears. But all he ever hears is Mark. And so it's like she's talking about work, and she might say Joanna five times and Mark twice, but you know it's Mark, Mark. Yeah. (laughs) Like all I ever hear is Mark, Mark. Right. Um. He just is so, so, so. And I think even sensitive is the wrong word because he's just straight up belligerently jealous. Yeah. So. And I guess like the way that it's written, she doesn't reassure him. She just kind of ignores it. But I also feel like because he is, like you said, being snarky and being sarcastic, he's not being honest and open and being Mm -hmm. like, hey, this is just making me really crazy with jealousy and I'm sorry. Like, you know, he's just being like, oh, the He's super accusational. Sounds like Mark something. Like, I can understand why she just makes jokes back Mm -hmm. and then just ignores it because Mm -hmm. she's like... It's like I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. Yeah, that's right. Because... You are going off nothing. You're going off nothing. And, um, yeah. I feel like all he does is make himself less attractive. 100%. Which is what the guys end up telling him later. Mm-hmm. But Like, it's so... Because the things he's saying are not even like, I'm so in love with you. I just... Yeah. You know? It's just it's like, just this like, guy likes I, you. And... I possess you and no one else can. Like, yeah. You know, he's like peeing all over her. Yeah, true. You know, it doesn't true. even feel like love. It really feels like true possession. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I do think he does love her, but he's not acting loving. He's acting no. possessive. Yeah, I agree and with you. jealous and blah. I think that, um, I think that, what do I think? What do you think? What do you think about how you feel? Oh, yeah. So when we were saying, is this the act? Is this the downfall or have there been cracks? Yeah. What do you think? To be honest, like in all the other episodes leading up to this, they've always been so lovey and so mm-hmm. secure and they've had little arguments. Yeah. But it they just seems, yeah, like you said, every couple has normal stuff. And I just think that this is this is it. Because, yeah, there now there's not trust in the relationship because mm-hmm. Ross is not trusting his girlfriend. Right. But based off nothing. Oh, no, for sure. Based off nothing. That's what's like but really annoying. But that's what annoying. I'm saying is like, so maybe there would never was trust there. He just didn't have threats. <sighs> Ross, just stop being so jealous. I know. Anyway. It's rough. But so happy Rachel got the job. It's, it's really amazing. what launches her career. It's amazing. And it's like, okay, a couple things there too. Um, Like, what did he want? Did he want her to... Because remember when... When she's like, I can't believe Mark hasn't called. And Ross is like, oh, it's okay. I only want good things. You'll find another one. But I was just like, this is like such a good opportunity for yeah. somebody who has literally no, no experience. experience. She's sorted the <clears throat> hangers at Fortunata Fashions. Yeah. And dealt with smelly fart coffee. Mm. Like that's... Yeah. Um, that's such a good opportunity. Yeah. And it is... It's really sad to me that he would rather her not have that just because you know, whatever. Also, she is such a babe. Of course she's going to be getting hit on all the time right. by guys like, left, right, and center. Right, like, you should be used to this by now. He should be used to it. Um, But yeah, it, I mean, like we've said before, a lot of times it really is who you know. And like, oh, she yeah. would not have just waltzed in off the street and gotten this job she at Bloomingdale's. Ne- I can almost guarantee her, it. Her resume wouldn't have got a second look. No. So, since, you know... So complain loudly about your job in public if you want a new one. That yeah, that's our work. good advice yeah. for the day. Um, <clears throat> so really, it is a really good opportunity. Um, 
and he should be happy for her, yeah. but he unfortunately can't look past his own, you know, and even like, I'm getting way ahead of myself, but even when they are arguing and end up taking a break and he's like, I don't even feel like I have a girlfriend anymore. And she's like, okay, so I'm supposed to put my career on hold because you don't, you know, yep. we all have seasons where we have to work really hard or are really busy, or maybe you're working a few jobs just to like make it happen. Yeah. And if you can't, be, if someone that you're with is not supportive of that, I just don't know how you could be in a relationship with them. Because, like, what is she supposed to do? Just stay home and knit? I understand having an end date on it, right? So it's like, right. look, this is just a really busy season, or I'm while I'm learning, it's going to be really yeah. long hours. Maybe that's how Joanna is, and that job would have always been like... Right. I mean, we've it, all seen the Devil Wars Prada. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it did kind of seem like that. And so, like, that is part of it. But, I've like, I've had years maybe a year where I was just really unhappy at work or like working really long hours or whatever Mm -hmm. and Ben was so supportive you know like he'd have dinner waiting for me right and he'd you know try to help me get my mind off of it Mm -hmm. or go for a walk or like it was really really helpful and then I was able to be like okay do you know what I'm actually unhappy this isn't where I want to be and I apologized to him I was like this isn't the attitude I want to have when I come home from work either but like, I mean, I'm really going to hit myself, so I'm not going to go any further. But yeah, it's just like, he says he wants good things for her, but that's not the way he's acting at all. Right. He wants to be the, he wants he good wants things the traditional. Yeah. He probably, he wants to, yeah. Yeah. He just wants her to supplement and compliment yeah. him and his yeah. work and relationship. Yeah. Just be pretty on his arm and, you know. And be accomplished, but so far as it doesn't take away from his time. Right. Oh, yeah. gross. So uh, that's that story. So, I mean, I guess what had happened was, you know, they met. He said he'd help her. He didn't call Mark being he. Mark didn't call Rachel. And then Monica encourages Rachel to call Mark. Mark. And that's when she's like, grow up, Ross. You're being so immature and ridiculous. This is really good for her. True, Monica. So true. And, um, yeah. And so then she gets the interview, gets the job. And Yay. Ross won't be able to hang. The end so. of his own yeah something so um that's pretty much all of that and then the other really the only other thing going on is um the party and the sisters so Mm -hmm. so like we were saying before chandler gets drunk off of all the jello shots and teal tongue have you ever had a jello shot before haven't we had them together probably yeah i think i can't remember where i've definitely had them i don't like them well no i don't like jello no could be other I don't mind when you float a watermelon yeah that's a good way to have a boozy drink yeah. so for those of you who don't okay know with just drinking my alcohol I don't yeah need creative ways to get it into my body yeah well when you're at a frat party I guess do. that's true I guess the point of jello shots is to get Consume drunk a without lot. yeah drinking a lot um and tamper it down with some sugar mm-hmm. I don't know um for those of you out there who don't know what floating a watermelon is which I'm sure many of you do mm-hmm. you cut a hole in a watermelon you put a bottle of vodka in it in the hole upside so you just stick it in there upside down and then you basically just leave it overnight in your fridge and in the morning cut it cut it up and voila boozy watermelon Mm -hmm. it's delicious and spiked yes it is it's great it's a nice treat if you're going to be like floating down a river Mm -hmm. or at a barbecue Mm -hmm. just don't let the kids get it they're like mommy watermelon i love watermelon i love watermelon (laughs) (laughs) um so Chandler's had all the jello shots. He's really drunk. And Joey's sisters spill in like some sort of Chicago the musical. <laughs> Honestly, it's like Roxy Hart, get out of yeah. here. <laughs> um, and they're like, ah, Joey! 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 
And Chandler's like, how many of that girl are you seeing? I mean, which really, we would fit right in. Oh, yeah. Renee especially. I especially, yeah. She's got that Italian look. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd sneak in the back, slip in the side. (laughs) Mary Frances. They don't have that one. They've got Mary. We were actually wondering, can we name all of Joey's... Was that a trivia question? It was a trivia. So I went to a friend's trivia a few months ago, and the the question that cost me the trophy was name all of Joey's sisters. Is it a Geller cup? Is that what you win at all friends trivia? Because it <laughs> no, really should be a troll doll nailed to it. No, it was like a $25 gift card, but it's more the bragging rights that I'm interested in. So how many, So he's got seven sisters. Seven, yeah. So. Okay. I'm not going to know this. Okay. Mary Angela. Mm-hmm. Mary Therese. Mm-hmm. Cookie. Yes. Those Dina. Are... Gina. Gina. And I think that's where I... Teresa. Teresa. And maybe Veronica, but I think There's I not an be... Angela. No, it's just Mary Angela. Angela. So there's a Mary Therese and a Therese? No. Oh, Teresa, you said. Oh, did they make that up? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. See, I'm not sure. Ooh, if you know. If you know. The, write were, it in. There was a group of girls who did know all of them. And I only remembered uh, Dina from when Rachel. I'm pregnant. Yeah. And you've got to help me. The What's her name from the Babysitter's Club? And, Gia. Yeah. From Full House. From yeah. Full House. Um. With the worst New York accent I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't know that I can. I'm, I think I'm just making some of them up. But yeah. Definitely Mary Angela, Mary Therese, Dina, Gina, and Cookie. Did we make up Gina? No. I know Dina and Gina. Okay. We um, will get back to you. We will get back rest. to you. If you can name all of them, you win the Geller Cup. You win the Geller Cup. Yeah. So, um... I was going to say, you and the Triwizard Tournament. There's been a lot of Harry Potter at the house here. Oh, I was like, I don't know what that <laughs> a is. A lot of Potterheads. Um, nope, you and the Geller Cup. Yeah, so they all come spilling in, and um, Chandler is erasing Janice's number from his speed dial, and they're all like, oh, and he's like, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. And um, and so, Yeah. You don't really see much else of the party, Mm-mm. and but then the next morning. Well, I do love oh. when they come in, and I think uh, Cookie Phoebe. asks Phoebe yeah. what she's drinking. Oh, vodka cranberry, and he's like, she's like, that's what the drink I fixed right after I killed my husband. Yeah, she's like that. The night I shot the my night husband. I shot my husband. And I was like, why aren't you in prison? Mm. Maybe. And then I was like, oh, maybe she shot him but didn't kill him. Maybe, maybe it was self defense. Out on good behavior. Oh, okay. Having a boozy get together <laughs> with her brother, maybe. <laughs> Cookie. Yeah. Um, and so the next morning, Chandler comes into the girl's apartment and they're like, where did you get off? To? And he's like, oh, I drank my whole apartment away. <laughs> the apartment's not there because I, I drank drink it. it. So we've all felt that before. Chan. Wolf. Chan man. So he's real hungover. And I look when he's like, we're like, where'd you get off to? We lost you after you opened all the presents. <laughs> And, so funny. <laughs> and he admits um, where he was like, he, he was like, oh, I, oh, yeah. And then he's like, well, I snuck off to the utility closet or whatever, but I wasn't alone. And they're like, woo, like, no woohooing, no, no woohooing. And then he's like, the worst part is I can't remember which sister. And that's when Ross is like, don't tell me men are nice. This is men. This is men. Um, but, um, yeah, but so then he was like, "Oh, it was the girl in the red in the red leather pants." I definitely stuck my tongue down her throat, and Monica's like, "That, that was, was me. me." 
And when he's like, oh, sorry, look, when I drink, I get a little handsy. And she's like, that's okay. And then Rachel and Ross are both like, that's all right. <laughs> that's, that's okay. Right. This is so <laughs> oh funny. My gosh. More to come foreshadowing on that one for pre-shadowing. I mean, so does that count on kissing bingo? No, because you don't because see it. Because we don't it. have any proof. Well, yeah, you don't see it. And I don't think it counts. Um, otherwise, he and Ross would have a, their first kiss there. Or I mean, you don't really. He just says, I get handsy. So you don't know what actually True. happened. Right. We have no confirmed kissing. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, I can't remember which sister it is. It was one of Joey's sisters, and I can't remember which one. And then Joey comes in. Can I talk to you? And then he's like, as you know, you said, you told Mary Angela that you could really fall for a girl. You could like really her. fall for her. Is this true, or are you just trying to get over Janice by groping my sister? And he was like, Well, gotta be the first one. Chandler. I know he's hungover and not making good decisions, but that would have been his opportunity to be like, dude, I was really I'm drunk. I'm so, so sorry. sorry. I was so upset and so drunk. I'll call her right now and apologize. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Something like that. Um, and he would have been a little bit mad, but Joey's not unreasonable unless you're trying to share his food. But you know, like there's other times, like if, like with, with the whole Kathy Casey right. thing, he was like, if you would have just told me you liked her, I would have stepped aside. Right. Um, but I also would like to say... I do think it's comical that Joey has yes. any any place getting mad about, you know, making out with a girl at a party and, like, never calling her again. Because, hello. <laughs> I mean, I know it's his sister, so I understand rules have been, or lines kind of have been crossed there. Um, but you'd think, yeah. But, I mean, really, like, just be like, dude, I'm so sorry. The night really got away from me. Yeah, you're um, right. I mean, that is ironic that yeah. he's mad about it. But yeah, I guess that is different because it's family. And maybe he just doesn't think Chandler's like that. <clears throat> but I don't think he normally is. And he's I think not. that's where there's maybe room for some grace. Yeah, exactly. Um, I know it's his sister, but, you know. Anyway. Um, yeah. I would love to know if anyone out there has ever not remembered the person they made out with the next day. I'd be very interested to hear that story. Um. Have you ever? No, I always remembered. Oh, okay. I think. <laughs> I think. I mean, I don't know if now. If you forgot, then you forgot that you forgot. Yeah, so. I forgot that I forgot. Um, Yeah, yeah. I guess I don't have a brother, so I'm not sure no. like how this would have, what this would have been like. But I guess it is, it is his best friend, so that kind of sucks. But like you said, there could be some grace if it's like one bad night. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe a sister's really, really sweet and sensitive, and that would be hard to see. So... Anyway, so Chandler has to, he really has to go through with it. Like, the guy flies to Yemen for, you know what I mean? He really follows through <laughs> he with his. sets himself up. Mm-hmm. Like, he has a lot of easy way outs. And not and even easy way out that are wrong. Just, just no, just, just yeah, normal just truth telling. Can't do it. Um, can't do it. Instead has to fly to Yemen and, <laughs> you know, go to Long Island. And... and so he's, he and Ross are sitting there trying to, and he wrote this note. The note's. Mary Angela, hi, how are you? This is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. <laughs> so funny. And so instead he just is like, right, I'm just going to go out to her house. I'm going to tell her I'm really, you know, and mm-hmm. I do appreciate that he's like, I want to do it face to face. I want to just man up and do it. I almost kind of feel like he should have just helped told Joey because then Joey probably could have done it for him. Totally. Like, but he missed his opportunity. He missed that. the opportunity. So... He goes out there. Joey answers the door. And he's like, Aww. what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm waiting for my Nona to finish my laundry. 
I love Joey. Oh, and um, I'm all the way out there to do your laundry. Yeah. Such a schlep. Such a schlep, huh? Um, and so, yeah. And so um, Chandler goes inside to have some tiramisu with the whole family and Nona. <laughs> And he's like, oh, my gosh, doesn't know which one Mary Angela is. And so he's like, so Mary Angela, do you like this tiramisu? And Nona's like, of course she does. It's her favorite. favorite. He's like, oh, Mary Angela, what's your second favorite? More of Nana's tiramisu. (laughs) (laughs) And the fact that this woman. Oh, more of grandma's. Yeah, the fact that Nona won't stop talking is so funny. Right. And so somebody's like, one of the girls is like, excuse yourself to the bathroom and tries to kiss him. And he's like, oh, no, this isn't good. And she's like, oh, Mary Angela said your lips were soft. And he was like, wait a minute. Who are you? You're not Mary Angela. And so then. Wait, I want to back up really oh, quick. Yeah, yeah, because on. I love when she uh, like sneaks up on him like a puma. Yeah. <laughs> In the bathroom to kiss him from behind the door. Yeah, so she like, did she grab his butt? I can't remember. I think she does, but she like is like walking yeah. like a heron yeah. with her hands out, and then she like grabs him and pins him up against the wall and kisses him. Yeah, that's Renee's signature move. <laughs> um, well, that's how you yeah, do the every day. Yeah, every day. That's how she get. That's how you get him. Um, and he's like, wait a minute, you're not Mary Angela. If you're not Mary Angela, who is? And little Mary Angela's in the door. He goes. <laughs> in her slippies Real good she's New wearing York her accent. like velvet dress velvet and tights and, and slipper house slippies it's Aww. so cute she's like oh, yeah. four foot eight yes maybe Very like tiny four foot nine with all the hair yeah um and then he's like oh this is bad and then she's like joey and so joey and the entire family except for nona come in yeah and um actually in the one where there isn't things cut out, doesn't Nona come in and then he's like, he has to get her to go back out and he's like, oh, so and so's on TV, and she runs back out. Does that sound familiar? Kind of. <sighs> People cutting things. That off. might be his other grandma who doesn't speak English. Ah, oh, that's right. Big scene coming up. Coming up. <laughs> you said big bean boiling up. <laughs> Would you know the difference? Um, yeah, and so so he's like. Chandler's like, listen, I'm so, so, so sorry. Oh, when he's, when they're like, what happened? He's like, tag, you're it. Now run away. Run, run away. And the girl is like, oh, he was just kissing me because he thought I was Mary Angela. And, and she's like, I'm Mary Therese. And it's like, hold on a second. Actually, you Puma stalked yes, him. Puma, I know. She totally set, set him, him up. up. But yes. he's kind of a sucker. Well, Chandler. He is. They, can, they see one coming when they, you know, they know one when they see it. So, yeah, so she sets him up, even though he was not trying to kiss her. And um, and Chandler finally does the right thing and apologizes and is like, I'm so sorry. He tries. I was, you know, I didn't, I didn't mean it. I was super drunk and I was really sad about Janice. And I'm really, really sorry for taking that out on your sister. And Joey's like, okay. And they're like, punch him. And he's like, I'm not. He's like, well, normally I would, but it's Chandler. And so he's like... Okay, he's like, that's fine, but you've got one more apology to make. You've got to apologize to Mary Angela. And I was like, Joey is such a good brother, I assume. And mm-hmm. um, and so then he like looks around the circle, still can't tell which one's Mary Angela. Uh, and then he goes, okay, Cookie, now, now you, you can, can punch him. him. <laughs> so Cookie punches him. And that's how, kind of how that one plays out. I think Chandler gets off pretty easy, to be honest. 
Yeah. Because um, he wasn't just honest in the first place. I think he kind of missed his chance. To... Yeah. And all he did was get punched in the eyeball mm-hmm. by a girl. Yeah. And that's the end of it. And now Chandler forgives him, I guess. You mean and Joey forgives him? Sorry. Yeah. Joey forgives him. And so um, that's pretty much it. And then at the very end of the episode, oh, we've totally forgot. So I talked about how Phoebe went up and got charmed by upstairs noisy boys. Charmed the pants off of her. Well, literally. Quite literally. So then she had a date with the noisy boy. And she comes home and there's all these noises coming Ruh-roh. from upstairs. And the girls are like, let's go out for a walk. And <laughs> and they're like, uh, Phoebe, we could hear that. And she was like, ew, you were listening? And they were like, uh, <laughs> we couldn't not. So... Um, at the very end, so she's like, oh, yeah, you know, the date with the guy upstairs went really well. I really like him. Yeah. He really likes me. And so at the very end of the episode, they're all in the apartment, and they hear him with somebody else. Uh-oh. And they're like, maybe he's just bouncing on a pogo stick. Ross. Maybe the pogo stick just really likes it. Aww. And poor Phoebe. And so they're like, you know what, Phoebe? We're going to go tell him off. Yeah. And so then the guys go upstairs. Which I think is so sweet. It is. They're being really sweet and protective. And so they go upstairs, and and they're like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, come on. And they're like, nah. <laughs> so they charm, he charms the pants off of them, I too. I guess so. I mean, this guy's just too charming for his own good. For real. So that's it. I mean, that's, is there anything else we want to say mm-hmm. about um, the one where Chandler can't remember which sister? Anything interesting? Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I think it's interesting that we're here together. <gasps> I think so too. <laughs> we're gonna post a picture of us together in Hawaii. Yeah, and you guys are really lucky because um, we're recording this in the morning. We just woke up, so we look <laughs> really good. Yeah, and we've been like just going on hikes and in the ocean every day, yeah, so it's not so. like we've had our hair done nope. or any makeup nope. on this Anyway, so. Yeah, so that's it for episode 11, the one where Chandler can't remember which sister. Oh, have you ever dated a friend's brother? I don't think so. None of our friends had brothers, I feel like. Well, some did in college. Casey dated him. Brother dater. Brother dater. (laughs) Casey, who guest hosted. Yeah, you guys know um, Casey. On our second episode of this season. Yeah. Um. But oh, she I, was a brother dater. I don't think dater. I have dated yeah. anyone's. I don't think I've ever dated a friend's brother either. Because uh-uh. I think you're right. Well, yeah. No, I don't think so. Would have been yeah. Weird. All our friends' brothers were younger. If you guys have good stories about dating yeah. a friend's brother or somebody dating your brother or sister, would just let yeah. us know. We, we want to hear, hear it. it. <laughs> you know us. We you know it. us. We want to hear it. Write us. Tell us, Mindy Keeling, if you're listening. Yeah, <laughs> should be the new name of this podcast. <gasps> That'd get her attention. Oh my gosh. Okay, new podcast. Sorry, this changing topics. To- of <laughs> it's going to be called Mindy Kaling if you're listening. Oh my gosh, then we could be her best friend. Oh my gosh. We'll work on it. It'd be so good. Um, okay, so next week, join us for season three, episode 12, the one with all the jealousy. I didn't oh. realize it went downhill so fast. I thought there was like a few episodes before Ross really showed us crazy. It, it's a couple. It's not that many though. No. I thought it was dragging out, but no, apparently. It goes downhill really fast because like not to really skip ahead of ourselves too much, but the one with the beach is at the end of this season. Right. Okay. So I so just looked. So they have and... to break up and then have time to be broken up and get back together. That's true. So they do take a break soon, mm-hmm. but it's the yeah, but next episode it all comes spilling oh, out. Okay. So stay tuned for that. Oh, no. (laughs) 
It's not fun. It's not fun, but we'll all get through it together, we okay? Will. We will. All right. Thanks all right. for joining us. Live See from you. Hawaii. See Live you guys from- next time. Aloha. Aloha. Aloha.